Drinking with Authors contains adult themes and subjects, including discussions involving alcohol. We ask if you are drinking along to please drink and listen responsibly. Enjoy the show. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Hi. Welcome back to Drinking with Authors. This is the literary briefs episode where we all do this in our underwear. That's not true. You know, if it was up to Austin, we would all be doing this in our underwear. That's a thing. Um, okay, so we are here with, um, I'm your, wow, the gin is absolutely kicked in at this moment. Okay, I'm your host, Erica Lance, and with me is J.M. Paquette. <laughs> and our amazing guest today is Winter Daniels. So let's go over what we're drinking again, because I think people, especially during COVID, should be drinking along. So I have gin and uh, pink grapefruit Perrier. It's fabulous. It's very mm. fancy, which Jen thinks is disgusting. So whatever. <laughs> anyway, what are you drinking that's not alcoholic? I'm drinking coffee because I'm boring. You are boring. Thank you for permitting that publicly. Winter, what are you drinking? Because you have an amazing drink. What are you drinking? I am drinking my Quarantini, which is homemade elderberry syrup along with red wine. Oh, it's like... It's like healthiness in a bottle, but luxurious. And it's really sweet. I feel <laughs> like we should. <laughs> yes, I feel like we should all be in bathtubs with chocolates and just drinking. We could be, you know, next yeah. time. That's how next, we'll film. Yes, exactly. We'll I love record. that. Next podcast, we'll all be. <laughs> we won't film. We'll record. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say record. We probably shouldn't film that. That seems like mm-hmm. that will go off real quickly. Okay, so this is rapid fire questions in our literary briefs. And I usually get a couple of them in, and then I forget that we're doing rapid-fire questions. But here we go. Ready? What is your favorite book? My favorite book is uh, Great Gatsby. Oh. Why? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's one of the first books that I read. Uh, I didn't like reading when I was really young. And when I was in high school, early high school, I think, I read The Great Gatsby. And it was sort of awakened me to hey, I can really enjoy literature. And I've read it several times, and I, I just love it. I love the, the time period. My grandmother was a flapper, and uh, I don't know. I just, I love it. Do you dress up? Have you dressed up in the 20s attire? I've you know, our neighbors, I actually have. Our neighbors had um, a Great Gatsby party last year. So I did, I ordered, you know, I got the, the feather bow, which, of course, you know, as a romance author, of course, I had the feather bow up, but I didn't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> of course. And a cigarette holder and, you know, the little the little headband. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to dress up. And in fact, uh, the book that I'm working on right now, I have a scene that takes place that they're dreaming and uh, my uh, my character can jump into any books. And that's one of the books that she jumps into is The Great Gatsby. That For the, the, the party scene at, at Jay's house. Wow. We don't, oh, we don't want the end scene with somebody dead in the pool. That's not fun. No, no, no. Not that one. <laughs> Seriously, that's where you went with that? <laughs> dead people in a pool? Okay, I have other questions on your um, book that you just mentioned, but the next question is, what is your least favorite book? Ooh, another book I had to read at school, <laughs> um, A Passage to India. It was... Caves. Oh, God. <laughs> that uh yeah well now caves i understand that one completely long epic that just never seemed to end <laughs> yeah and the whole time you don't know if anything actually happens no like, i i don't think anything did actually happen it's all in her head maybe yeah 
<laughs> oh my <laughs> mother-in-law. It's funny. You have to wonder who's choosing those books and goes, you know what? We should make kids read this. Some of them, like I totally get, like I read Lord of the Flies in school. Oh, right? big book. It's, it was a great book. I, I also didn't understand just by the title what that was about, but I did that to kill a mockingbird. I read that in school. Like some mm -hmm. of these are very like, and then there are other books. I'm like, why is this on the reading list? Yes. I don't think they even have those sort of reading lists anymore the way they used to. I think oh, they still do. I don't know. In it's college, I had to read crime and punishment. It was, it was a crime and it was punishment. <laughs> At least it's not that long. It just feels really long. That, well, with all those Russian names, it felt mm. very long. <laughs> it feels like War and Peace, but it's but it's not. Yeah. It's not actually that long. It's it just takes him, you know, three chapters to walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So let's talk about as a reader. What are some of your? What do you look for? What do you like to read? What is your genre okay. of choice, so to speak? I love, um, I love funny books. I love light books. Um, although, you know, I went, I've gone through times in my life when I almost read exclusively, uh, I read Stephen King, John, uh, John Saul and Dean Koontz. And then when I had my first child, I could no longer read that. It scared me terribly. And I haven't read any of those since. Wow. Um, and I go for much happier things. Now, um, I love uh, Cynthia Eden. I love uh, Kristen Painter. I just love, uh, but I don't get to read a whole lot now because I, I there's so many have tos right now. There's a lot of things I have to read, but um, I love reading paranormal, light paranormal stuff. Like, what, what are you reading right now? Right now, I'm reading The Vine Witch. Hmm. Which I, oh. I just started that one, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I just uh, let's see, I'm also reading um, another witch book. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, it's it was the it's the prequel to um, oh shit. Okay, never mind. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> oh, I love drinking with others. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> My next question was going to be, do you read more than one book at one time? So. I do, but not more than two at one time. Oh, okay. I can't do that. I, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with anybody who can because I start getting the storylines thoroughly confused. Like I can't. I, I actually read a lot of um, books for work and stuff like that, and even just personal growth. Like um, mm -hmm. I, I've been reading two personal growth ones. One of them's called "How to Manage Your Money Like a Fucking Grown Up," which has been. <laughs> Amazing. And then the other one um, is uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. So, th there's Good a one. theme there on both I, of them. I sense a theme here. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, it was funny because I was, I was, um, I was in uh, London. Oh, uh, this was last year when I got this book and I was just walking through the airport and I was stuck at the airport for a few hours and I saw this, um, you know, how to manage your money like a fucking grown up. And I was like, that's funny. And then I was like, Wait, you know, because I there wasn't great classes in school, and not everybody's parents were brilliant at teaching you how to actually manage money and what does that mean and stuff like that. And I yeah. found it. I'm writing that title down. I'm going to get that for my son. <laughs> yeah, it 
I'll tell you, I gave it to my son and my daughter. My daughter's in the military and my son, and I gave it to them because it really puts in perspective. She's actually a novelist. The girl that wrote this book, her name is Sam. I'm pulling it off my bookshelf. Beck Bessinger. Beck Bessinger. That's a, that is a Ooh. mouthful. She should probably shorten that. But um, anyway, she uh, it wanted to write cheesy uh, horror books. Like, mm-hmm. so that's what her goal was. And so the entire book is her figuring out financially how to be able to take the time off to write these books. So huh. how did she need to manage her money to accomplish this goal? So mm-hmm. it's written, it says pounds on it, like instead of dollars, but mm-hmm. everybody should be smart enough to figure, insert the word dollar in there. Right. Um, but I can read those, but I can't read two like fiction books at the same time. Cause I start getting them crossed. I, I, that's just, that's me. Anyway, yeah. there's a tangent and a half there. Um, do you ever find as you're reading books that you don't want to finish them or are you one of those people that has to finish the book regardless of how terrible it is? No. Um, I am one of those people who puts it aside. Um, I just don't have a lot of reading time, so I want to make the most of it. Oh, and I thought of the title, the rules of magic. That's the other one I'm reading. Oh, well done. Well done on recouping from the wine. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So you said both of your books, they're about witches. Is this like, do you do research like reading? I mean, how do you research witches really? But but, (laughs) um, spells cast on you. I'll tell you how you research witches. (laughs) Um, I actually started, uh, there was a class at our local metaphysical store, mm-hmm. um, Witchcraft 101. And I, it was like a, a two-month course, like once a week, and I took it. Very cool. So, Because I, I wanted to learn about real witches. I wanted mm-hmm. to learn about people that this is their religion. So you get into paganism. and Yes. It's cool. Yes. Yeah, we had, this was a different conversation that we had with somebody, and Erica was like, when you write fantasy, how do you research magic? Like, you don't, you just make it up? And then we said, well, maybe you read other people who are writing the same thing, so. Yes. Do you tend to, to put your two books, like, theme like that? Like, you know, if you're reading Pirates for one, you'll read Pirates for another one, or is it just whatever comes up? It's usually whatever comes up. Um, what I... I do. T- I know a lot of people don't like to read similar similar things to what they're writing. Um, that doesn't bother me because I I like to see other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll read whatever strikes my fancy. I'm going to read, and I'm going to throw it at the wall if it pisses me off. So, and then I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we'll throw it at the wall. So you'll know whether or not you're a Nick in the paint, whether or not you survive. Absolutely. That okay. Yeah. That one, the heroine was too stupid to live. So there's that ding in the wall, you know? <laughs> so what was the last book that you threw against the wall? If you oh, don't. Gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Let me think if I can remember. Um, okay. I really shouldn't. I, sh- I can't say. <laughs> Just, you can tell us <laughs> about it. <laughs> you can't say. I yeah, that. I just, I just better not say. That's all. You know the author? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Oh my goodness! Oh god, that's hysterical. Yeah, don't do that. Don't make, don't make frenemies. Um, what about reviews? Do you, do you review books? Um, Amazon will not let me review books. Uh, every now and then, I will review a book on Goodreads, but 
you know, Amazon, I'm banned from Amazon because, you know, being an author. Yeah, makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. You publish, you talk about Amazon and stuff. Do you publish anywhere else? Um, until recently, we were publishing everywhere. We were publishing uh, Barnes and Noble and, and um, Kobo and Smashwords and Apple. We were publishing everywhere. And most of my books are everywhere, but the Cat's Paw Cove series is just on Kindle Unlimited. Or, uh, it's on Kindle and Kindle Unlimited. That makes sense. Do you find that you want to read out of a paper book or do you, are you a Kindle? I'm a Kindle person where Jen's a paper. I'm a Kindle person because I don't like carrying something with me. And I always want to have, because I'm ADD, I always have to have something to do. So if I'm sitting in a doctor's office or something, I want to be able to take out my phone, turn on that, you know, that Kindle app and pick up right where I left off. Well, I would, all right, here, this happened to me this last week. I'm I'm in the (laughs) middle of reading a Kindle unlimited book and Kindle went down so there I am. I'm so excited to read my book. And Amazon was just like, it brought you back to the login page. I guess it crashed and it was giving people issues for a day and a half. So for oh. a day and a half, when when I bought a book from Amazon and I hit download, it's lying to me. It's not downloaded. It's not in my account if I'm not logged in. And I was like, I paid you money for books. Yeah. And- Amazon is, is so much. I mean, I have such a love-hate relationship with them. There's so much like Big Brother. I mean, they take stuff off my Kindle all the time and it pisses me off so bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least with other formats, you buy a book, you download it, it's yours. It's yeah. yours, yeah. Yeah, but they're always in our stuff, you know. Amazon is always in our, our devices, which is a little creepy. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, Alexa behind me just heard you say that, so. <laughs> Oops, uh-oh. Um, Amazon, I like you, regardless of what they're saying. I love you, Amazon. <laughs> so, um, where was I? I got sidetracked by shiny objects that were happening. <laughs> oh, we were talking about reviews. Yes. So, um, do you review only positive reviews when you do reviews? Um, let's see. I have done on on occasion, I have done a negative review. I really, really have to hate a book to do a negative review. And I, when I do, I try to find something, uh, some sort of redeeming feature of the book because having been there, you know, I, I hate to do that to an author and it's rare. Usually I will just keep my mouth shut, but if it's really, really, really horrible, I I do kind of have to say something sometimes. Have you ever reached out to an author directly to give your opinion or no? No, not someone that I didn't know personally. That makes sense. Um, what about writers groups? Are you in any writers groups? I was um, when we had a, uh, a fairly large um, Romance Writers of America chapter in Orlando. And uh, I did join that many years ago. Um, a writer, one of my Harlequin uh, writer friends brought me into that. And I actually became president. I was president. You're allowed to only do two terms, but I did two terms. And then, um, and then I agreed to be vice president and the lady who was president crapped out and I ended up having to do most of her term. So I was not only in the group, but I was president for way too long. Oh, wow. (laughs) Did you make some presidential mandates that were epic and amazing? Oh, I'm sure I did. It's been so long, though. I can't, uh, I don't remember. (laughs) I don't even remember much of it. I kind of tried to block some of it out. But I'm no longer a member of the group, and the group is sort of, uh, it's kind of faded away. It was, uh, there were probably 70 to 100 people in it. Um, 
when I was uh, when I was president, and it stayed pretty active until I think till self publishing really got big. And I think it's actually still probably relevant, but RWA, you know, of course, is going through everything that RWA has gone through. So, yeah, that affected the chapter. Yes, I can understand that, and it'll be interesting to see how RWA comes out the other side of this. Yeah. It will. Particular if situation. It if it does, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely don't believe it will be back to its former glory. Let's talk about audiobooks. Are any of your books on audiobook? Yes, I have several audiobooks. Um, one of them, well, one of them I don't like so much, so I'm not even going to mention it. Um, but I have, uh, let's see, all what of my novels. What do you like about it? What? We got to ask what you don't like about it. We have gin and wine. What don't you like about it? I didn't, it's not my favorite book of mine. Um, you know, when you finish a book and you think, oh man, this was such a good book. I really love it. And then I finished that book and it was edited and edited and it was over edited. I feel like, and it kind of, it took a lot away from the book. Um, and then it was, it was an audio book and I just didn't, I didn't love it. It hasn't had a lot of reviews. So I just sort of pretend it doesn't exist. So we'll move on from there, Erica. We're moving um, on. I'm already on. I'm already on to the next thing. How do you find people to read it? Do you, you know, what's your, what are you? Um, I just go through, through ACX. So all of my um, Nocturne Falls, mo- uh, four out of the five, no. Yeah. F- four out of the five Nocturne Falls universe books. Kristen Painter picked the audio, uh, the actor, because she wanted, you know, consistency. So all of my Nocturne Falls universe books are, I'm sorry, four again. The, fo- the Fortune Teller Folly, The Genie's Double Trouble, The Yin to His Yang, and Beauty and the Bigfoot Hunter. Those are all audiobooks. And I still have to um, contract with him for recording the Cat Whisperer. I got to do that. And then um, the first book in the Cat's Paw Cove series, A Witch in Time, that one is an audiobook. And uh, the second book also, which is mine, Her Home Run Hottie, that one is an audiobook as well. So I have a total of six of them out there, seven, but we just, I only, I'll only admit to six. Okay. Would you, would, would you consider reading one of your books? Would you want to be the voice? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't feel like I have one of those voices. Um, I don't mind reading like an excerpt or something if I'm at an event, but um, now my son actually studied voice acting. I wouldn't mind having him do, do one of them. But I have, uh, and we have a local DJ who's a good friend of mine who she used to be a, a DJ here for many years. I would love to have her do it, but, um, you have to be, you know, you have to be in the union and you have to go through, jump through all these hoops in order to do that. And I actually have, we have an excellent actress that we found for the Cat's Paw Cove series and we'll probably continue to use her cause she is fantastic. It's hard to find. You have to listen to all these audio samples and you have to, you know, well, is that going to translate to my book? Is that going to, you know, you, it's, it's sort of a, it's a hard decision. I think I probably listened to 50 or 60 samples before I, I contracted with her. Wow. You know, I find when you're listening to the audiobooks, I, I've had, a, I've had different experiences thus far with audio actors, I have to say. And, um, I think it's really interesting when you listen to the audio samples and then when you get their audition tape and you're like, is this the same person? Like, yes. that's, it's the yeah. same person. We it's had that with our first, uh, cat's Buck <laughs> book. And it was, and we went with even, it's kind of against our gut. You know, we, we went with this lady, we loved her sample, 
and she did the sample of, of our book, but she honestly, she did a, a lousy job and she was most of the way through it and she was not liking it. And we weren't liking it because we kept going back and forth with her. And she said, you know, I think you'd be better off with someone else. And we were like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> so after all that, we did use this. I, that, that's when I found Rebecca, who's fantastic. And it was just so much better with this other actress. So the, the actor or actress can make an, a, a huge difference. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I agree. I'm going through that right now with one of my books and me mm-hmm. and the person and she's just not letting go though. I'm trying to get her to let go and she will not let go. Um, mm. so it's, and she's actually crazy. She's made threats to me on ACX oh, no. and oh, yeah, no, ACX literally wrote me an email that said, I'm really sorry that, um, the narrator is threatening you. That's not the type of narrators we have, but I hope you can work it out. How about, uh, yeah, we'll end that contract for you because she's threatening you. Exactly. I was like, I really kind of don't want ACX to not let me um, use them anymore because they're the one you kind of have to use to do this at this point in time. So I didn't, but I almost wanted to post that particular email online and go, so just in case you encounter this, they don't give a crap what's happening to you. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. And they are pretty much the only game. I tried one of mine through uh, Find A Way and I was not happy with that. I mean, I I love, it was the same actress, but it was not as good an experience as it was with uh, ACX. So I will go back to ACX for the next one. Yeah. Well, they also, they're the one that links to iBooks. You can't put iBooks up by yourself. Like it's it's definitely an interesting, interesting game. Mm -hmm. Oh, got sidetracked by audiobooks. Do you listen to a lot of audiobooks yourself? I don't. I hardly ever listen to an audiobook. I kind of like the reading experience. I, I got into audiobooks and obviously podcasting for various reasons um to uh on my drives i actually find it really really soothing to listen to an audiobook i actually listened to you recently you know the one that's in the netflix series ah and i will say that book is cre- it's actually creepier than the show really because the show's pretty creepy yes but the entire thing is told from his perspective of the situations like that yeah. inner monologue the entire book is that inner monologue it's not like you have a scene and then what he's think it's completely how he's seeing the entire thing play out and how his perception of it and that that particular author did a really good job with that i Um, think i would probably read i would probably listen to more audiobooks if i had a commute that was longer from than from you know my bedroom to the to my (laughs) office (laughs) that's very true i like do you go ahead I like listening to audiobooks because I just ended up getting one. Um, I read a lot of fantasy and they make up words or they'll have like crazy names. And then in my head, the way I read the word is and is incorrect, you know, and then you hear the audiobook and you're like, oh, that's how you say that. OK, yeah. good. See, so. now I think it would be great for something like War and Peace or Crime and Punishment because – Every time I would look at one of those names, I would stop and stumble over it. So it took me forever to read the book. But if I was listening to it, mm-hmm. that would be so much easier. It would give you the sound. War and Peace is on uh, YouTube. Different people read it. Oh, okay, cool. You can, you can hear it. Maybe I'll finally get through it. Otherwise, <laughs> the names just become like R-A-S. Yes, that's what I do too, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's hysterical. Okay, what was... Well, 
I had an audiobook. I had lined up these questions in my brain. I shouldn't do that. I should write them down because now but I don't. Came Jen. I, I have I have a I have a rapid fire question. Oh, you go. Are you a night owl or a morning person? When do you get your best writing done? I am a morning person. And if it doesn't get written in the morning, it doesn't get written. If I don't get on my exercise bike in the morning, it doesn't get I mean, everything I do has to be done early in the day. I'm just at night, I want to zone out, I want to watch some Netflix or something, and I'm done. It's like my brain just shuts down after dinner. Mm. It might have something to do with wine. I don't know. <laughs> I found during, during this quarantine being home, like I'm a night owl. I normally stay up until like two in the morning. Right now I stay up until, until it gets light. Like I stay up wow. all night long and then I sleep until like noon. Like That's my mother. That's always been my mother though. Yeah. I, you know, what about story ideas and things like I end up feeling like I have in downtime, whether I'm in the shower or doing something sort of like dishes or something like that, I end up finding like my characters kind of talk to me or I can get mm -hmm. um, unstuck from a part of something, or I can just get an idea. Like I, I actually put a whiteboard in my home office because I will run in here now, soap on hands, writing an idea down on the whiteboard. So I don't forget it. Or I have a ton of notes in my phone from it. Do you mm -hmm. find yourself getting inspired a lot by those kind of things? Yes. And that's, I do the same thing you do. Um, when I, when I get an idea, I will immediately write it down. I'll write it. If it's in my current work in progress, I will just actually write it below, you know, in the white space. Um, but yeah, I get weird ideas. Um, and I usually get the ideas, uh, at night or when I'm in the shower or when I'm, you know, some very inopportune time. And I always write it down. I have a lot of those notes on my phone too. <laughs> I think it's great because sometimes I'll go back and just listen to the, I do, I did a lot of voice notes for a while mm -hmm. and I'll go back and listen to them and they've actually unstuck stories for me when I go back and I find them like, Oh yes. yeah, that was the idea to this, but I it probably, and I've learned when I don't write it down, it gets lost and I, I just forget it. So I've learned to absolutely, you know, Oh, this is part of her conflict. Write it down right now. I have to. <laughs> no, that's I, I I agree a hundred percent. Um, what it, what advice would you give uh uh you know authors out there? And I don't want to say new authors. I want to say any authors. What advice would you give authors out there? Um, something that I've discovered in the last few years after starting with um with Kristen Painter's group and then uh, starting our own. Um, there's strength in numbers. And if you are, if you want, if you're not traditionally published and you want to get something that is going to sell more than five copies, um, I think it's, it's best if you can get in with a, in a group series. I think that can be a stepping stone for many authors. How that do you feel and, you know, write something every day. If it's a paragraph, if it's, if it's a sentence, if it's a page, try to write something every day. Cause I think when you don't exercise that muscle, um, you get out of shape. Your, your creativity gets out of shape. So keep your six pack of writing prowess going. Yeah. That's the only six pack I got going. <laughs> you know, you know, oh, for, for all of us on this particular, <laughs> yep. except for maybe our, podcast consigliere Adam, who is in much better shape than the rest of us. So, okay, well, we have to wrap up this literary briefs episode. Let's do um, shameless self-promotion. 
Okie dokie. Um, Winter Daniels, and I write, right currently, I'm writing the Cat's Paw Cove series, and I've also written the, uh, in Winter Daniels, Nocturne Falls Universe. My uh, latest release is, is Reimagining Mr. Wright, which is a Cyrano de Bergerac story. And I'm working on one right now called Charming the Skeptic. That's about a lady who can jump into books, and it's going to be so much fun. So find yes. me at uh, winterdaniels.com, and that's winter with W-Y. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Winter Daniels Romance Author, and Twitter and Instagram. And if you have a cat and want to share, share it on Winter Daniels Instagram. Yes. Because that's, that's the place to go for the kitty kitties. It is. What is the name of your cat? We, we heard I have two cats. I have a kitten, Leo the Lion, who is an <laughs> orange cat, and he is... He does not sleep. He's ADD, just like I am. And then I have Chloe, who I had be, we had before Leo, and they are usually best buddies. They play fight. They sleep together. They clean each other. They're absolutely adorable together, and their pictures are all over my Twitter feed and my Instagram feed. There you go. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really, really enjoyed it. You're awesome. And Thank and you. Definitely. I've had a wonderful time. Yay! And people and humans and you're a human and we got to interact with you. I think I'm human, yes. Well, <laughs> Most days. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody otherwise. That and I do want to be the character and I want to jump in and out of books. So I'm super excited. <laughs> so um, this has been Drinking with Authors, the Literary Breeze episode. I'm Erica Lance. J.M. Paquette. And our guest has been Winter Daniels. We'll see you next time, guys. Thank you. Bye.